Welcome to the only daily podcast focusing on compliance news of the day. Each morning, start your day with a cup of coffee and Tom Fox, the voice of compliance, to hear about four of the top compliance, corruption, or leadership stories you will need to start your day. The Daily Compliance News is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network. January 16, 2020, the Wall Street Journal Risk and Compliance Journal. I do things a little bit different today because I'd like to say a word about the Wall Street Journal Risk and Compliance Journal. This is a specific journal for compliance officers. It's published every day in the online version of the Wall Street Journal. If you don't check it out daily, you should. It's got some great uh, news items in it. The reporters are first rate, led by Dylan Tokar and Mingi Sun. And today they have three postings, which is a little bit unusual. So I thought I would dedicate today's episode to the Wall Street Journal Risk and Compliance Journal and only have three articles for you today. It starts out with the Boeing uh, settlement with the FAA, which was uh, not last week, but the week prior. And uh, in an article by Dylan Tokar, he says that prosecutors credited Boeing for compliance and organizational reforms. This is in the face of a $2.5 billion settlement around the uh, 737 MAX airplane and the imbroglio that Boeing found itself in. The Boeing settlement shows uh, the importance of ensuring you have a poor, not only uh, remediated compliance program, but the appropriate structure in place. It reflects prosecutors' views that you should be focused not simply on stopping violations, but also preventing similar violations in the future. Um, So I thought that was really interesting. I'm going to be taking a look at that uh, in some depth on the FCPA Compliance and Ethics blog over the next uh, several days. Next up, um, by a piece by Jack Hope, that the UK government secured another guilty plea in the Petrofac case. This was from former global head of sales David Lufkin, who pleaded guilty to charges relating to corruption offers and payments worth about $3.3 billion into the United Arab Emirates um, from 2012 to 2018. I guess he didn't get the memo that the uh, Bribery Act was passed in 2010. It became effective 2011. Um, he had previously pled guilty to 11 counts or 11 other charges brought by the Serious Fraud Office relating to corrupt offers to influence contract awards in Iraq worth more than $730 million and awards in Saudi Arabia worth more than $3.5 billion. Uh, there have been no charges filed against Petrofac, which is pretty stunning given um, they had uh, this level of senior executive involvement. Nevertheless, um, uh, you can only suspect that uh, Mr. Uh, Lufkin will be uh, spending a long time in a UK correctional institution based upon is leading such massive bribery and corruption efforts. And then finally, uh, from Jack Hagel, uh, also another great writer on the Wall Street Journal Risk and Compliance team, uh, the Trump administration has released another order clarifying Chinese company ban, but questions linger. A new executive order by President Trump attempts to clear up questions about what American investors must do to divest securities of a growing list of U.S. of uh, companies that the U.S. says helped the Chinese military, but it's not clear um, what this has on uh, secondary offerings. 
Uh, you do have to divest if you hold the securities in these companies that are listed by the United States, but questions still remain, and it's always problematic when you uh, attempt to have such a brief, excuse me, a wide-scope order with uh, really no thought put into it by this administration. So hopefully we'll get some clarification under the Biden administration. It's still not clear what tack they're going to take with uh, the Chinese. Thanks so much for listening. The Daily Compliance News is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network and a proud member of C-Suite Radio. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you'll join me again tomorrow.